162 games of the baseball season and winter comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for a baseball fan is finding a good way to watch it. Like maybe going to the park or watching on TV or just catching the highlights. Watching Gary Sanchez strike out a hundred times or seeing Judge hit a bomb. Bang! Bogart's making plays, Rafi hitting nukes, or Barnes blowing a save. Arguing with your friend, making dumb bets, or complaining about your team again. As you can tell, there's a whole lot of stuff to hear before winter comes again. Come on, y'all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. Manfred! Gamby and Beal are making a podcast. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Yank Your Socks Off podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Gambadella III, and joining me as always is my best friend and co-host, Matthew Beal, formerly known as Beal, forever known as Beal. Beal, this is our fantasy football podcast. Welcome to Team Beal Della, week number eight. Week number eight, again, was not the kindest to us. We, we put up a great fight and put up a lot of points, and the pickup of Deontay Foreman and playing him in the flex was wonderful. He scored 30, 31, almost 32 points and was our top scorer. Our kicker, Jason Myers, has been a wonderful pickup. He is now ranked the best kicker in the in all of the league in fantasy, so I, th- I think that was a wonderful addition to the squad, and as always, Justin Jefferson almost put up 100 yards. Travis Kelsey was on by, and Cortland Sutton laid another dud for us. So yep. I, I don't know if we can really start him moving forward. But we lose this matchup in a, in a close one to Team Justin Torres, which makes us fall to 3-5. and five. We're still in seventh place. And, yeah, it, we definitely have – a fighting chance to make the playoffs in this 10 team league where six teams make the playoffs another six weeks, another six weeks to go in the regular season. So definitely not out of it yet. I think a record of seven and seven definitely will get you, get you a chance at the playoffs at this point and six and eight with a lot of points for might squeak you into the playoffs in a, in a tiebreaker as the six seed, but we're looking to, to finish out the season four and two and this next week, we play none other than Jordan Alfrey, who is leading our division, has Josh Allen, has an absolute juggernaut of a team. Beal, are we going to win this week? Yeah. Okay. I, Easily. I like, yeah. I, you know, I, I tend to agree with you often. And 
and sometimes it's just blind confidence. But we are now facing this Alfrey team with Jamar Chase out, with Nick Chubb on by, Brandon Ayuk on by, his Cowboys defense, who's been incredible all year, the best defense in all of fantasy, on by. Darren Waller is not – he's still questionable. Who knows? And even if he does play, he'll, he won't be full health. And his second running back right now is Chuba Hubbard, who is definitely injured and the backup to our flex, Deontay Foreman in Carolina, which isn't a great offense to start with. So, Bio, okay. I, I, I think we could have the edge this week. We have a slight – a very – a very slight edge, but none, nonetheless, I think we have an edge coming into this matchup, which I haven't felt the last couple weeks. And I'm wrong. We did. We lost to Justin Torres two weeks ago. Last this past week was Darren Schlem, who was a two and five team. But I mean, man, did did AJ Brown just completely destroy us? And he was the guy who we traded Travis Etienne and Rashad Bateman to. Bateman had zero, but Etienne had 25, and Etienne looks like he's a running back one the rest of the way. So, Bill, I think we did end up on the losing end of that trade, as it looks like right now, in getting rid of our that Clemson running back. You know what? Shit happens. Yes. Yes, it does. And we just have to survive in advance, right, and adapt. Yeah, that's and right. That's right. With our team – if you're looking up and down the roster, what are some of the guys who you think maybe we sell kind of low right now or guys who you would want to sell high and get a couple good pieces in return? What are, what are your, some of your thoughts here with regards to, to where we want to go trade wise? I know you mentioned before a couple weeks ago about trading Justin Jefferson and using it as a as a bargaining chip, he's worth a lot. He is rated the top wide receiver in fantasy going the rest of the way. Uh, him one A one B between him and Cooper Cup. So what are you looking? If you still want to trade him or trade somebody else, let me know, and I we can try to make this happen. Yeah, I mean I don't hate trading Justin Jefferson. I don't know exactly uh, who we target in a case like that. I mean. I definitely think that if we were to trade him, we could get a solid wide receiver in return and like a top quarterback. Um, I think that would be the most ideal uh, circumstance because uh, I know I was saying our running backs were kind of weak a little while ago, but I mean, that has totally flipped um, with uh, the breakout of Ramondre Stevenson and, uh, Dante Foreman. I, I mean, I don't know how well uh, Dante Foreman is going to be or how well he's going to play for the rest of the year. But I mean, if this past week is any indicator, I think he's stepping into that role pretty well. And quite frankly, uh, the Panthers are going through a lot of changes uh, due to injury and just, um, you know, obviously trading uh, CMC. There's there's a lot that has to be done. So usually the easiest part of the playbook to learn and get a grasp on is the running game. So uh, they'll probably keep going through uh, Deontay Foreman uh, with, you know, uh, the 
gosh damn it, what's his name? The quarterback who's playing right now. DJ uh, Walker. Yeah, it just it just makes a lot of sense. So I am willing to bet on him, but at the same time, uh, talking about players that you could sell high on. I mean, if he puts up two more good weeks, then I think he's worth selling because, uh, you know, what he can do is basically everything out of their backfield, but he's not CMC, and ultimately the Panthers will have to show their hand a little bit in running it to him, and he's probably going to have a few more successful weeks. And then, uh, like most running backs, tails off uh, in that third or fourth week in a row. Yeah. Uh, when defenses kind of figure them out and figure out what that running game is going to look like going forward. So I, I definitely think that we hold on to him for now because, I mean, it was just two good weeks from him. But if he's able to repeat for a third and a fourth week, then that might be something we could look into uh, selling high on. Yeah, I think if he can put together a nice week this week, one, it'll help us because I think – He's going to start in our flex, no doubt about that. And, yeah, going into this week, we don't have many options. It would be Isaiah Pacheco, who plays Tennessee at home on Sunday night, and he's splitting carries with Clyde Edwards-Alaire in a a crowded backfield. And then Daryl Henderson, for some reason, got out-snapped by Ronnie Rivers. I don't know if you've ever heard of Ronnie Rivers. Practice squad guy called up for the Rams. That was unforeseen. I, I thought Daryl Henderson could could have been a steal of a pickup for us, but that wasn't the case. So I don't think we're going to start either of those guys. So we're left with Deontay Foreman as the answer in the flex with, with yeah. And, and, and Kyler's doing the job as a as a uh, fantasy quarterback, uh, quarterback, quarterback one. Yes. Going into the, the trade we made, this week was Andy Dalton straight up for Jimmy G. We have four quarterbacks now, Daniel Jones, Kenny Pickett, Kyler Murray, and now Andy Dalton. And Jimmy G on by this week, Kenny Pickett on by, Daniel Jones on by. So I was looking ahead from last week, right before this week, and I said, we're going to be absolutely dead in the water because there's no quarterbacks in free agency for us to pick up and play. And then, you know, I'd have to be begging somebody for a quarterback and we'd probably have to give up like Deontay Foreman for a like like PJ Walker or something like that. And that would just be terrible. Like that would be terrible value for us. So I'm very happy to have Andy Dalton and I hope he can f- perform at home on uh, on Sunday night. He's the past couple of weeks. He's looked good, if not better than Jimmy G. And if he starts the rest of the way, I mean hell, we can definitely move one of Kenny Pickett, Daniel Jones, or, I mean, honestly, I'm even open to moving Kyler for, like, another decent quarterback and and more depth if we need it. So, yeah, I, I, I think I think that was a good move for us, at least in the short term. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to this team inching its way back towards 500, I think, it's another must win every week from here on out is a must win. So we got to send everything, everything at everything's got to be on the table. Now, Beal, I don't have a defense right now on, on the roster because somebody had dropped 
dropped Josh Palmer, who I think we can play this week with Mike Williams being out for the Chargers. And I think Chase Edmonds getting traded to Denver could be a fresh start for him and could be great for him. So I I thought picking him up was nice. Good call. Uh, out of all all of these players on our bench, Sutton, not going to drop him. Pickett, not going to drop him. Pickens, Jones, Edmonds, Henderson, and Pacheco. Out of all those players, we're going to need to drop one for a defense. Out of all of them, who would you drop for a defense? Man, that's difficult. Um, I think... I'll tell you where I'm Pacheco. leaning. Pacheco. Ooh, okay. I was leaning towards Henderson only because of the workload that he got last week, and he's on a worse team than Pacheco. I, I think it's a toss-up between them two. If you want to use the coin flip on these two guys, I'm fine with doing that. But just with Pacheco being a rookie and having much fresher legs, I think that's fair. That's on a fair. better team. But, you know what? I'm going to trust – uh, with your insight on this one. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's Pacheco. Plus, and, he has a cool name. And then looking at defenses, our two options, I think, this week, best available right now would be – or three options would be the Packers defense at Detroit against a Detroit team who's hit or miss on offense week to week. And then the Buccaneers at home against the Rams, who the Rams still have talent, and the Bucs just lost Shaquille Barrett for the season, their best pass rusher. Or the Chiefs coming off of bye at home against the Tennessee Titans on Sunday night. And you know how Kansas City might have the best home field advantage other than Buffalo in the entire league because that stadium just gets rocking. And Tannehill's hurt. I, who knows if he's going to play, but it's it's against Derrick Henry. So that that's your loss there. But between those three teams, uh, I'll let you eliminate one of those options, and then we can flip a coin on the other two, unless you have a very strong feeling on what defense you'd like to start. Um, uh, can you repeat the three options? Yeah, the three options are the Buccaneers at home against the Rams at – Four four thirty game, the Chiefs Sunday night at home against Tennessee coming off of a bye. Chiefs are coming off of a bye, not Tennessee. And I think the next best option would be the Packers at Detroit in a one o'clock game. I gotta, uh, I don't know. I gotta say the Bucks. It, they've just. They've been on the struggle bus all year, and I know that's not usually a a bright side to think about a defense in. But I mean, they need to strap up. They they just they need a win so badly, um, and I just I, I have confidence in them. Displaced, but I have confidence in them, and I do think that they're gonna. Uh, show what they were last year. I mean, this is an incredible defense, obviously. Uh, they, you know, the team has been struggling, but... Even even without Shaquille Barrett. I I don't know. I mean, that's that's why I'm a little bit hesitant, but... 
Can I interest I know, you I like in, in a coin flip with the Chiefs? Because I, I think the Chiefs defense with uh, Spagnola will definitely get a couple sacks and probably force a couple of turnovers against the Titans. And I think they'll have they might they might give up over 20 points because Tractor Cito and, and Derek Henry is just he's incredible. But I I think I think I'll, we yeah. yeah I, I'll I would, a coin flip. Okay. I, I, I will trust the coin as long as somebody else doesn't pick one of these guys up before we have to drop uh, Henderson. But, yeah. All right. Get my trusty bag of coins. All right. Uh, today we are going to be using a quarter. Um, heads is – hold on, give me a second here. Just got to turn on my flashlight. Heads is a head. Um, of George, right? Isn't he on the quarter? Yes, Washington. Yeah, it's Washington. That's what I thought. Um, He's also on the dollar bill. Yeah. Yep. Yep. United States of America quarter dollar. Uh, in God we trust. And George's head, and then we got the back of the quarter tails. Um, is actually a New York quarter. Made Ooh. in 2001. Um, we got Lady Liberty with uh, the state of New York um, as a silhouette in the background. And we have uh, nice nice words here that say Gateway to Freedom. How, how nice is that? That's, you know, what a great quarter. Ooh, uh, I just looked up where you said it was 2001 quarter, right? Yeah, that's right. The 2001 Super Bowl was in Tampa Bay, Florida, at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, oh, yeah. Florida, where, yeah, that that is where the Baltimore Ravens absolutely blew out our New York football giants in that Super Bowl. I remember watching that Super Bowl as a little youngin', as a little four-year-old, and it I really didn't know what was going on, but everybody around me was upset, so that was, that was an upsetting little memory there to be that brought is. up. But, since it was in Tampa, I think tails should be the Tampa Bay Bucks, and then heads should be the Chiefs. All right, we will uh, go with that. So, uh, three, two, one, coin flip, toss, place in the hand. It kind of got, uh, you know, a little bit jumbled there. So I'm going to the other hand, and then oh, back to boy. the left. We are heads. Okay, so it is the Chiefs defense. That is decided, but the little jumble there is is a little tricky. But you know, some I think somebody else in the league may have to pick up a defense. So if if they pick up one before, because I, I would I would rather drop I would rather drop um, the running back up the running back late because Henderson plays against the Buccaneers at four o'clock. And we can drop him at four and pick up either defense. It's the chief play, Chiefs play at night. So I'm going to hold out so nobody gets to pick up Henderson before the end of the week. Or maybe – should I just do it now, Bill? Do it. Okay. We're going to do it now. We're going to pick up the Chiefs, make sure we get the defense that we want, and the coin has decided. So it is official. The Chiefs are on our roster, and Daryl Henderson – 
is is not Daryl Henderson is is up for grabs. Yeah. So unfortunate. I, I think Henderson could have been good. I, I just don't know really. Yeah. Maybe Ronnie Rivers will, will be good, but that does it for us today. And uh, hopefully we get back on the, the winning in the winning column. And this week we move to four and five from our three and five position facing a five and three team. That is very good. And, and Josh Allen always puts up like 25 points. So hopefully he doesn't run for too many touchdowns. We love you guys though. Thank you for tuning in as always. Enjoy your sunsets, your sunrises, your brunches, your lunners and Beal take us out. Yeah, um, and we enjoyed you guys uh, making it here this week. And uh, I'll, you know, close out with, with a little um, hope to give the Giants uh, a little bit of uh, persuasion for them to kick it in gear. Um, you've got your bye week. Uh, you know, figure shit out. Sign some wide receivers. And most importantly, um, get back to playing quality football. And I know we can make the playoffs. So, uh, if that means sign Odell, go for it. I give you the go ahead. I know you're waiting on my opinion, but um, but yeah. So there you go, sign Odell. <laughs>